0: welcome back to the reason to the whole podcast another episode Holly Talks. and Arnold reasons
1: welcome everybody
0: you know what because we've been we've done so many episodes where I've been trying to find the new thing I even forgot what the original thing was so I kind of <laughs> messed it up then <laughs> I, I didn't even realize you messed it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah man how you doing bro yeah
1: bro I I'm in an interesting season of life changes Mm. to be determined not to be released just yet but Mm. yeah bro um to be honest bro i'm a bit tired i can't even lie to you just like emotionally tired yeah yeah because you know what's going on the listeners will know what's going on in maybe a couple months but Mm. it's tiring man it's like Mm. my dream has come true but it just (laughs) just all this extra stuff that i didn't i didn't expect to be there so yeah so yeah it's, it's a good change um, but yeah, bro, it's just tiring me. Um, mm. So, so thankfully, we're going away tomorrow to Norway. Mm. Um, Norway's a nice, a nice re- relaxing place. Fresh air, mm. just fjords, water, mountains everywhere. Mm. So, you I'm guys
0: have been to Norway a few times as well, right?
1: One time, one time last year. Um, ah, Carl has yeah, been yeah. a few times, but that yeah. was my first time last year. Yeah, um, but yeah, bro, it was it was very serene.
0: So that's good, man. How are you? That is really good. How am I? I am very reflective. Mm. Yeah, very reflective. And again, okay. I think it may be episodes to come where I speak about some of my reflections. <laughs> 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 but all around, I'm doing good. I think, um, Do you know, what? it's interesting on last week. Last week, Monday, I think it was, when I was training in the gym, I caught a little injury. Um, Mm. And it was bugging me because I didn't feel it straight away. Mm. It wasn't until later on the same day that I started to feel like this strain in my neck. Mm. And then it was going into headaches and everything. And it basically progressively got worse. Um, So I'd kind of been dealing with that over the past week and a bit. Went to the doctors. That didn't really go (laughs) the way that I wanted it to. Um, they prescribed me stronger painkillers than the ibuprofen I was taking, and I think I took it like twice, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm not taking these no more," because, bro, the thing started messing with my emotions. Like, really? Yeah, bro, it started messing with my head, and and I know, and I know, like, I think this is the good thing about being very or having a level of awareness of yourself mm. and what is normal and what is not. Because I knew the only factor that had changed in those two days mm. was I started taking these painkillers. It was an aproxin, I think it was, if I remember correctly. Mm. And there was that and some other thing that was supposed to be to, to line your stomach or whatever, some stuff. But I read the labels and the instructions and stuff and started to read what the side effects were and stuff like that. It was talking about depression and this that, and of uh. other. Yeah, bro. But the thing is, though, you know, I don't know how much have you spent a lot of time reading labels whenever you generally take like medicine and stuff. Every now and then, yeah. But do you know what? It's it's those
1: uh, you know in the adverts when yeah. they like reel off, especially the American ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they reel off like depression, suicide. It's like what? Like <laughs>
0: yeah, bro. Like it, yeah. It was. I think it's one of those ones where I so I, I I tend to read them not all the time, but mm. generally, um, every here and there, and. And I noticed it as well And I thought Yep This correlates I'm kicking this thing And again Like stopped taking it And I was good Ibuprofen I've been taking Since I'm not anti-medicine Altogether For the record And for the listeners Did it stop your pain though? It It definitely blocked it Yeah It didn't heal it It just blocked Mm. it Which is what I guess These painkillers do right? Because even with like The ibuprofen It's a similar thing In that I'll take it and then the pain, I will no longer feel it. And I think it's different now because at the time when the injury was fresh, mm. the ibuprofen wasn't doing nothing, bro. Right. Yeah, so then the proxim was the first thing that felt like, oh, something's actually happening here. But since yeah. then, as time went on, the strain and the pain started to become less and less Um, to the point where after I stopped taking that, I took ibuprofen a few days as well here and there. And whenever I've taken it, is basically covered the covered the feeling of the pain but all of that to say anyway um what was I gonna say about that yeah I'm doing much better now like it's somewhat ish there had a good conversation with the guy that owns the gym that I go to as well mm. um bro that guy when I told him about it he told me to sit down right <laughs> told me to look up look left look right he starts pressing and touching in different places on my neck and my shoulder and all of that kind of stuff hmm. then he does like I don't know how to describe it yeah. but it's like, like the, a the ch-
1: judo move the
0: judo yeah. move yeah to the yeah. left and I was like bro is this guy trying to hurt me like am I sure I'm like, on it like <laughs> but um, but it was good it was it was good because after it I definitely felt an improvement yeah Um, and I think it was interesting hearing what he had to say compared to what, the, how much information I got from when I went to the doctors bro, and stuff. So don't, <laughs> don't even talk to me about that. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: And that's what I was trying to
0: say to you. That's what I was trying to say. If
1: you go to like an osteopath, I think that's yeah. the right word. They will yeah. do that thing because yeah don't yeah, yeah. know the muscle. Like bro, the doctors, unfortunately are not always, yeah, they're not always wonderful. No, for so real. That's what I'm going to say I, about that.
0: And I think this is the thing again, this is not an anti, um, healthcare system, doctors kind of thing because I believe in, and I'm sure you do as well, the medical profession Um, it's just a case of I think what I was what I've realised is that how I see doctors now as an adult at what, 32 is very different from how I saw them as a child, because when I was a child I pretty much saw them like the saviour, what they say goes yeah, because it's like it's it's just the, the assumptions that you make about the position they hold, they know it all, all of that kind of stuff. So it's like whatever they say is the case. And I don't say that to knock any of their expertise and stuff. I'm, I'm friends with people that are doctors and stuff like that as well. So, <laughs> so you know I don't want to knock it at all. I just right. think it's one of those ones where it's understanding that they generally have a lot more information and obviously training and expertise than we do when it comes to the human body. But at the same time, one thing that shifted the way that I saw doctors and stuff like that is that a lot of the time, especially when you're... Let me just speak more about GPs, right? A lot of the time, what they feed back tends to be reliant on what you tell them, right? Interesting. So they obviously go through a process of trying to diagnose... Whatever it is That you're experiencing Based on what You can express What happens when You can't express it Very well Mm. Well that's where They need to ask A lot of questions Right And to be honest I
1: have a slightly Different distinction Right For me I believe that Doctors can be Healer Right Not like God is healer But they can be healer Absolutely My distinction Is between The UK approach And the US approach Tell me more about that So So I had shoulder problems, right? Mm. And I was in my early 20s. I'd gone to the doctors here. I didn't get a scan. I didn't get anything. They said, oh, it's probably growing pains. You'll grow out of it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Mm. I went to America. I got a scan within a day or two because I had healthcare. Yeah. Mm. They saw my shoulder. They said, your shoulder is broken. Zero percent chance of healing by itself. Zero. Yeah. Within another three days, I was in for surgery. Yeah. Mm. Then I had rehab by someone who does sports professionals on my shoulder, Mm. all covered with my healthcare. I had another surgery on my other shoulder in America. When I came back to the UK, if you saw the exercises that they gave me, they said, oh, by the end, you'll be able to sit at your desk and type. I'm like, I'm a semi-professional athlete. Like I need to be fully functional. Yeah, the goals are so different. Like they're just trying to, they were just trying to get me back to basic function. Mm. And I feel like that's the difference between the UK and the US is that here it's like we're just going for basic function. We're just trying to get people back to you can just survive through life in America. Mm. They're like, no, bro. On this shoulder, you can
0: go to the NBA. You're going to be good. So I've got a question about this. Mm. And it might still be yeah. what a little. But do you think There might be a connection between the differences of how those healthcare systems are structured in the US versus the UK. So, for example, obviously, UK, public service, tax, public funding, right? Mm. Whereas the US, I don't know loads about it, but from what I do know, generally speaking, it's like, you got to have health insurance. Otherwise, yeah. it's expensive.
1: Yeah. Right? When I, when I looked at the bills, my, my surgery was like 30 plus grand, mm. right? And that's what my insurance covered mm. so yeah it's it's not it's not cheap mm. i feel like and this is this is my take on these things right is that the nhs is a great safety net yeah like you get hit by a car you need an ambulance it's free In America, an american ambulance will cost you 500 bucks mm. right? the nhs for me is a great safety net but i don't want that to be what i rely on right because if I wanted to get a scan I've got to wait Three to six months For a scan Maybe twelve And by that point My shoulder's Going to be way worse You know Like for me It's not what I want My health And my family's health To be reliant on It's great for people And I'm not trying to be Someone that can't afford Private healthcare either Yeah oh so <laughs> so <that>, So <laughs> So that's where for me It's great for people That can't afford it But I don't want to be One of those people I don't want to be no. Someone that's reliant On the NHS At all At all At all <laughs> I was talking to my sister um, the other day and I was saying, look, I don't really get angry, right? Mm. But bro, the NHS makes me angry. That's all I can mm. say. And that's why I need to stop. It makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, we're going to shift this conversation away from the NHS. Um, thank you to all of the doctors and professionals, nurses, everybody. But that's involved. what I will say. The NHS like, is a great safety net and the people, they don't get paid very well.
1: They're literally yeah. like sacrificing for us. So for me, I'm very appreciative that we have something like that.
0: I just don't want to be relying on it. That's what I'll i say. And I think the last thing I'd say on it as mm. well, because we ain't trying to trip into day war right now. But yeah, be angry, but don't sit. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Be angry, but don't sit. Be angry, but don't sit. I, I think that... I think the NHS gets a lot of stick. Mm. Um, and and I think, if I'm honest with you, I think the problem is way bigger than the professionals that we see day to day. They're not, the And problem. I think that's part of the the real issue is that I don't think that the inherent issue is to do with the doctors, the nurses no. No. and the the frontline staff that we see. I think it's more to do with how things are structured on the back end and how the whole system is built from funding down to like just a range of other things, incentivizations, all of that kind of stuff.
1: Agreed. I
0: think that's where the real problem lies. And I think that's what trickles down into the experiences that, sometimes people have because not all experiences are negative i've had great experiences as well um all been negative. But, uh, <sighs> yeah. All negative yeah and you bro you know what's happened as well yeah
1: yeah i so hear you mine and no 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 i thing, hear you i agree with you because if the goal that they've been set was to get me to full function and to mm. sport and things like that the approach mm. would have been different but their approach has been set by their funding and by what yeah. they can and can't do, what are yeah. they trying to get people to. So I agree yeah. with you. It's not the professionals at all. Like, they want to do the best they can. For me, it's mm. that overarching structure, the history of the NHS, how we got to where we are. Like, And this is where I just feel like England, our, our natural
0: state is not competitive anymore. Oh, my gosh. You pressed the button, bro. Yes. This conversation is yes. going <laughs> We
1: don't compete. Americans Uh, love to compete. And in England, we don't love to compete. We shy away from competition. And I don't understand what happened to us. Like, we used to be Great Britain. We used to go compete all over
0: the world. You know what I'm saying? And I think the problem is, when when you build a system that doesn't have competition, like, baked in, the standard is definitely going to drop. Drops. Because it's like it's not. You might as well. call It's pretty much a monopoly. If yeah. Anyway, let's change right. the conversation. Hey. Let's go. <laughs> because bro,
1: think about this, yeah. Everybody knows what the American dream is, yeah. right? What's the English dream? We don't have no dream. <laughs> what is our dream? We don't have a dream, ah. uh, bro. It, honestly, I'm yeah. I I love England as the place that is my home. But mm. I'm sad, I'm sad You know like the prophets in the bible where they just Weep for their nation, <laughs> yeah That is sometimes how I feel About England, like we could be so Great, mm. so great But we're just, we're not, we're not competing mm. So to the oh.
0: conversation that I was Trying to open up Yes, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry bro. I, no, no, I got no, it's triggered, fine. I got it's, triggered. Fine. it's fine, it's fine It's fine um, How's your garden doing bro? Why are you asking me that, bro? (laughs) Why are you asking me that? Tell me how your garden is doing, bro.
1: Did did I just come here to get triggered today? Oh, my life. The grass in my garden is up to my thigh. Yeah? (laughs) And my legs are long, bro. The grass in my garden is up to my thigh. It is starting to get disgraceful. Yeah?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what's crazy, yeah? The reason why I bring it up is because I was in the exact same situation and have been as well. And I've been frustrated as well because like there were the days that I had planned to yeah. go out and cut it, it rained. Uh-huh. And then the days when the weather was good, I was busy. And mm. So this went on for a few weeks. Long story short, last weekend, we had um, David and Ingrid come over mm. and... Yeah, man, it down. helped out, and we had a, a, a full-on day. Oh, really? basically really? Yeah, chopping down. Bro, David and England front and are special. Back. They're special. Front and back. And you know Bro. the thing is, you know how bad it was as well, yeah? It was pretty much a two-day job. Because so they were here on the Saturday. We did the majority of it on the first day with the streamer, and it was miles apart. Way different from what it was before. Like, wow. we saw the glory restored. Oh. Um... And in the second day, I had to finish up some last parts in the back garden, but but as I was out there again, I thought, yeah, this is going to be another podcast episode, isn't it? Because it's like, it's that thing again of just responsibility, what happens when we neglect and how much more work we give ourselves. When we don't maintain. You, you would have thought that we'd have learned about it by now, bro. And like done this episode so many times,
1: <laughs> and bro, I think it's actually sinful because because what was God's command to Adam? Tend the garden. Uh a like I should be tending my garden. Mm. Like, bro, bro, but and do you know what it is as well, right? Mm. Is that I'm still I'm still learning about how this whole having a garden things work, right? Oh, hundred percent, bro. There's seasons, you know. There's yeah. times when you're meant to cut it this length, and then this length, and then this length. And I'm like, I just don't
0: care. Like, bro, I, can't I was. Be bothered. <laughs> I was so good, up yeah. until about a month ago when the weather changed. Because I didn't like, I haven't grown up with gardens, so like, this is yeah. all brand new. Like, and it wasn't until I was cutting the other day, one of my neighbors um, was also cutting here, so we had a conversation and stuff. And he was saying to me, he was like, you know, it's usually good. Up until like these months, where it's like you have to cut it like every he does his every week. Um that is the curse, bro. And and you know what it's in it's really interesting because in just this last six week period alone, Mm. if you compare the six weeks before to the to the last six weeks, Mm. that first six week period, the grass was generally fine. Mm. Like there was nothing wild and crazy about it I'd like and this is where i'm starting to learn how does grass grow and what conditions really cause it to grow because the the six weeks just gone now mm. is where i feel like the growth that happened feels like it was almost compensation for like the past six years or something because it, <laughs> it, it's ridiculous <coughs> and it's like and i think it, it speaks to the thing that you're saying about learning about the seasons right because mm and I know this is speaking about life as well, but learning about the seasons and how there are different things that are appropriate for different seasons that we go through, right? Mm. The grass, you're not going to require, you're not going to be required to do an every single week maintenance cut all year round. Mm. That's what I'm learning now, right? (laughs) Um, But equally, there is a time where more work is required in a particular season because of the conditions, because of, like what's going on around and stuff like that as well and i think it really does speak to life because he created this world to operate seasonally Mm. like throughout various aspects of our lives there are just different things that happen in different seasons that are appropriate and based on the season you dictate and you decide what needs to be done Mm. how much needs to go in 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 one form what needs to be what do you need to increase what do you need to decrease what do you need to focus more on what do you need to focus less on and and I think that's where like in the same way that we're on this journey learning about gardens firsthand like life is teaching us and life will teach us that like it's I don't think we were made to have like a rigid approach of yeah, this is what you do like 24-7, and that's it. Mm. Like, There's there's almost like this sensitivity that we're supposed to have to seasons.
1: Because bro, we'd be bored if everything was the same all the time. No, for real. <laughs> like, straight up, we'd be bored. Imagine having to cut your grass every single week, all year round. Mm. For mm. me, that's punishment. Mm. And I feel like that's part of the nature that we have, is that we're meant to explore. Things are meant to grow, change, mm. different seasons. That's how God ordained it to be Mm. you know he made day and night he made the year you know he made time the way he made it because Mm. there's meant to be change there's meant Mm. to be growth there's meant to be adapting Mm. 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 it's part of human nature and I feel like that's why and maybe that's part of the curse is that things that are meant to be normal in terms of change and growth are now Mm. stressful you Mm. know it's now something that causes fear in people I don't think it was meant to be that way
0: Mm. There's definitely something in what you said as well, man, about what he said to Adam about tending the garden. Oh, bro.
1: I have a feeling my tending the garden is going to be pull up all the grass and put down turf. That doesn't (laughs) work. Or just put down concrete, bro, because this this tending the garden is, for me, it's so ghetto.
0: Like, what am I doing on this lawnmower? (laughs) (sighs) But don't you find, though, yeah? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I generally find that doing the the work to tend the garden front and back like there's something about it that I don't know it just speaks to me every time maybe you've got different ears to me bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, no
1: but joking aside here, joking aside I know what you mean and I think to so one of my friends um, Louis he's got he's built this epic garden Really, yeah, and he's always posting about like the process, the journey. Like, he built I all the structure it. around it, yeah, he sectioned it all off, bro. It's impressive, yeah. And when you look at where it started from to where it is now, it yeah. speaks to me, right? Because I've seen the process that he's gone through to he's created this garden, it's amazing. Yeah. He's yeah. chosen, I want these flowers here, I want chilies here, I want this mm. here, I want that here. And it speaks that it speaks to me. And I would love to do a proper garden like that.
0: I, yeah, I would, I would love to. So what stops you, brother? <laughs> Discipline, bro. Discipline. Because it's so different. Because what I was going to say is part of the, like, one of the big reasons I think that it speaks to me so much is because we don't live in a, a society right now where seed time and harvest seasons and all of those kind of things are like at the forefront everything is instant um i can't remember who i was speaking to the other day but they were speaking about just food and how Mm. children Mm. today don't know where their food comes from oh because it's like if you want chicken where'd you get it from you go to the supermarket it's already ready for you to cook it and if you exactly take it a step ahead if you want it cooked you go to mcdonald's or kfc whatever it is yeah and I think there's something about those fundamentals of life where you actually stay close to the processes that are required by life, the processes that are required by um, like the, the whole food. Before it gets to your plate, what's the journey it has to go on? What's the work you have to do? And I guess when you now start thinking about even the work, like I struggle to see a, a hunter-gatherer who has spent days hunting to finally kill something, to finally strip it, like cook it, no, waste it. and everything else. Plate it up, take a bite and be like, nah, I don't feel like that. I feel like I want to have a deer rather than a cow. Do you get what I'm saying? You, like, you, or whatever you go find it. <laughs> And and I think it's those are the kinds of things that I wonder, like, what what have we lost and what do we lose by not Necessarily Being at least conscious of the process Even if we don't have to go through it ourselves And that's why Stuff like the garden for me There is definitely the temptation To just lick it all off And just make it easy But there's something about it That I know At least for me is needed Like I have right. to go through that process Because it, there's something it teaches And reminds me Every single time I do it um, Just about life Every single stroke that I'm pushing that lawnmower, bro, I'm actually thinking about life. I'm thinking about, oh, yeah. what's the application here? I, I hear heaven clearer than ever before <laughs> when I've got the sun beating on me and I'm mm. having to chop through all of these jungle-like <laughs> strands of grass. Um,
1: and and you know what? I feel like this is, in some ways, the danger of things like AI, right? Mm. Because, bro, AI can edit for me. It can do everything for me. Mm. I feel like The skill of people Is gonna go down So much Mm. Over the next few years With AI And I think you're so right Like there is something In the process Mm. That we're meant to have Mm. You know And I'm so torn Because bro I love AI It's helped me to do things I could never do Mm. But I could also Put in the time To learn those things Crafted my skill Mm. That, but bro we want the easy way every time mm. Bro I cancelled an Amazon order yesterday Because I thought it was arriving today and it's going to arrive tomorrow So I cancelled it and I redid it again but That's <laughs> the world we live in <laughs> That is the world we live in
0: like, Yeah man
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our rants On the reasons we hold podcast The reason to behold ranting mm. um, We'd love to know your thoughts And we'll catch you on the next episode Peace. Peace